Does it always ring like that? Yeah. Really? Yeah, when you call a landline. Oh, really? Or like a regular number. I never noticed. I Kelly's not going to pick up. Hello? My Corona Diaries. Hello and welcome to another brand spanking new episode of Corona Diaries. With me as always is my lovely co-host. Hi. Oh, Denise. It's You're supposed me. to say your name. Yeah, it's, it's, Denise. Me, Denise. it's Denise. Anyways, Denise, <laughs> how have you been? Good. How are you? Um, I'm doing okay. Thank you. It's I haven't seen you in a long time. We're self-quarantining over here. You're like on one side of the house. I'm on the other side of the house. So Whatever, bro. <laughs> Anyways, Denise, why don't you tell everybody at home who is joining us today? We have Kelly. Whoop, whoop. Park Loud Radio Kelly. We still have those magnets on our fridge. Oh, we do, <laughs> dude. We do. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. I wish Parking Lot Radio was not completely demolished. I, I miss it so much. Well, I'm, well, now that uh, Brandon is back in, in New York, I mean, what's what's stopping you guys? Well, obviously, other than coronavirus, <laughs> from bringing it back. <laughs> well, he has actually, he's kind of been my corona buddy, being that me and him have pretty much been like away from work around the same amount of time. We, know, we haven't stopped seeing each other for a little bit, we did, but um, not too long. But as far as in the podcast lane, I've been doing being there still with my co-host Dick and uh, Brendan's on a spiritual journey. So I think our content would be a little on the outskirts of what we'd be trying to do together. I think we'll come back together again and do a show at some point though. Yeah, yeah. I would love that. I would love that. Because that, that was one <laughs> of my favorite podcasts and I was so sad when, when it went away. Broke my heart. Oh man. Yeah, we loved it. And it was so awesome that we got to meet you guys through the world of podcasting. Like we loved, <laughs> you know, we loved listening party podcasts and we loved getting to actually meet you guys in person. So it was so cool. And like, it just made that whole experience such a, such a more awesome memory. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, for, for people who have been listening to Denise and I for a while, you know, uh, Kelly uh, was a guest on our show, the previous podcast that we had. Yeah, like Brendan had this crazy idea that he wanted to come live in California. Like he that that, that was his thing. He was like, I'm gonna go live in California. And one day, lo and behold, <laughs> he actually did it and he was out here. And then you drove cross country with him. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so we, we got to hang out with you guys. Uh I think with Kelly only one day, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we we saw Kelly once and then we saw Brendan a couple more times. And uh, yeah, it was just really cool. Yeah, it was definitely really cool. I mean, through the people that we've gotten to meet through doing that show, you guys were the only people we've met in person. So yeah, it was definitely cool. We got to go across the country to meet you, which was even cooler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys share some funny stories about that, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, you know, you guys are super lucky that you record and you both live in the same house because trying to do the show that I do now, you know, my co-host, for one, he's got a super bad heart condition. He has like a pacemaker. So he's really susceptible to Corona. So right when all of this started, we did one last episode and then he was like, I really can't be around people. So I had to invest in a whole new mic for my own house. And like we had to figure out a whole new way of doing podcasting so we could finish out our season. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. For, for everybody who's out there wants to know uh, where they can listen to that. Do you want to tell them uh, the name of the show and where they can find it? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, it's called Being There and you can find it literally everywhere. There's podcasts from we're on Spotify, iTunes. Uh, I I think literally every platform. I don't think there's one we're missing. So just check, look out, look up being there, and you guys can check us out for sure. I remember when you first started that show. I I, I subscribed to it. I was listening to it, but there was a couple like really like bummed out episodes, and I was like, oh man, I can't I can't listen to the bummed out episodes. Like there was the one about the the lady whose like husband died, and then she was kind of like like, oh, yeah. like the widow episode, I guess. 
and I was just like, oh yeah, my god, yeah, I was like, dude, I can't handle this right now. Yeah, so then, but I'm sure since then there's been other like more uplifting episodes. <laughs> yeah, we've had we've had some crazy stuff, I and mean, we had a girl whose leg got um, like chopped by like a boat propeller, like not like off, like just she had some damage, but like it was a re- very upbeat episode for a bad thing that happened. So yeah, they can when you have people telling the stories about themselves, they can go either way. It can definitely go to be a super bummer, or like it could be something that's bad that we kind of make light of and have fun with. So it's uh, it's always an unexpected little adventure. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But I'm glad that you guys figured out how to keep the show going, even um, with the Corona stuff and all that. I guess speaking of Corona, let's yeah. jump right into it. So Kelly, uh, why don't you tell the folks a little bit about uh, where you're located and I guess what your experience was with, with the virus and all that. All right. So I am from, and from and still am uh, living on Long Island in New York. And uh, as everyone knows, I mean, if you're watching the news, New York got hit the hardest. Long Island got hit pretty bad too just like the city so here it's been kind of like the epicenter of where everything's going on and, and kind of where i feel like a lot of other states are kind of taking their um i guess taking their leads from since we got it hit so bad when everything started it's so funny because it, you know i mean as you guys know everything kind of came so quickly and i had a vacation planned for like mid-march me and my boyfriend we were driving down south just to just to kind of go on a road trip and just get out of town for like a week because we both had off and it was when things were starting to get kind of bad, but people didn't really know what was going on. This was like the beginning of March. And we're like, oh, we can still go on our trip. You know, we're not really like, we're not flying anywhere. We're renting a car. And then, you know, I feel like the first day we started going is when things started going on lockdown and everything started closing. But the weirdest thing was like the further we were going down south, it wasn't as bad as where we were. Cause like where he, he lives in New Jersey and I'm in New York and things were really bad and we were getting like phone calls from our families and friends saying i don't know if you guys should go i don't know if you're going to come back they were talking about closing off the states there was like a lot going on so we ended up still taking our trip and like getting down to georgia <laughs> yeah it was crazy getting down to georgia where our final destination was it was like there wasn't even any corona there right it was so weird people were barely talking about it yeah yeah no wow. yeah and I, I do remember seeing a lot of that like you know you would hear on the news here like oh yeah new york is like uh, um what do you call it like ground zero for uh for the coronavirus right now but then yeah you'd still have like all the spring breakers like down in florida like just being crazy and then yeah so i guess you got to live that a little bit firsthand right where like you were coming from the epicenter like drove down into the south and everybody was like what are you talking about dude yeah exactly people were still out i mean we went to the beach like and there were still people on the beach we tried to kind of stay away from people because you know at that point you didn't even really know what was going to happen everyone thought they were going to like you know die of this crazy virus and uh so we tried to stay away from people but like again people just they didn't care they were like all hanging out with each other and talking and um it didn't really start to sink in on our way back because that's when people anyone who heard we were from new york they were like oh you're from new york like we had like the plague you know they thought we were going to come and infect their town and then so how long how long were you guys down in, in or how long was the whole trip it was a week-long trip you said yeah, the whole trip was a week. We spent like three days driving down and two days driving back. Um, so we were gone for the full seven days. So we spent the mid time there. It was really cool. We stayed in a different state pretty much every time. Oh, nice. I love that. And then once you guys got back, like, what was it kind of crazy, like seeing how things had changed or how m- much more serious it had gotten up to that point? Or was it pretty much the same way oh. as you left it? No, no, it was it was completely different than when we left it. So like, I kept hearing like but when we left things were still pretty much open and then we kept hearing about things closing and i was like 
you know, they meant things were a little bit closing when we left. And I remember people at my job were saying, cause I, you know, I work at the DMV and the DMV does not close like in <laughs> any, in case, like any emergency situation, storms, they don't close. I think they closed one time. So my boss was like, they're never going to close. They're just going to stick us in hazmat suits. Like they're never going to close. <laughs> and the day we, like we were coming back and I was going to, I was, it was like a Sunday and I was, I was going to actually go back to work on Monday and I was, you know, driving back into New Jersey. I was going to drop him off and head back to New York. And, uh, I get the call from my supervisor. She's like, well, we're closed until further notice. And I'm, I, I know this is like a horrible reaction. I should have been maybe scared or, but I was so happy. I was like, yes, my vacation is still going. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. I feel you. Yeah, especially at that time especially at that time when you know you were like ah, maybe it's not so bad maybe it'll be like a week or two and then we'll be right back at work yeah i remember i was i had to bring back the rental car so i stayed in jersey for an extra day and i was bringing the rental car back and i was talking to a friend of mine uh whose job is close to and i was like look i'm looking at this like adult summer vacation like i'm just gonna you know take this time and i'm gonna but it, it was not as you know i mean everything was closed you couldn't even be around people and i uh you know i live with my mom i'm like 32 and i live with my mom still because well it's very expensive and you yeah. know being quarantined with your mom like you know it's not really the situation you want to be and i love my mom but like and also she's you know 62 so she's a little vulnerable and and very afraid of you know when all this started she was very nervous mm-hmm. so like I was really careful. I didn't want to like, you know, see anybody. I didn't want to go, you know, even to the food store. I was like, should I, do I even do that? You know? So it was like, you don't really know where to step and what to do. And everyone was very, very like crazy up here. I mean, you had people wearing gas masks in stores before you had to wear masks. Oh, wow. Dang, that's crazy. You guys take trains over there, right? I mean, well, like the subway. Well, okay, like I mean, it's way. a type of train, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we have we have that too. We have buses, and we have and we have the metro. But I feel like everyone over here like has like a car, and it's not as packed as like where like you guys are. I don't know. So I just wanted to like know like did you see like how like the Rona affected like the subways and stuff? Well, being that I'm on Long Island, it's pretty much car-based out here. I mean, there's buses and stuff, but, you know, I have a lot of friends who live in the city. And, you know, just seeing, like, pictures they were posting, I mean, like, there were a lot of empty subways and a lot of empty, you know, trains like that, you know, usually people commute to every day because everything was closed. But, you know, some people still had to get to work, so you just see people in a lot of protective gear, which makes, you know, taking an otherwise creepy subway train (laughs) just that much more creepier whenever you can't see anyone's face or anything like that. That's one of the things that I that I kind of like thought about a lot now that everybody has to wear like a face covering and all that. I was like, dude, this is like perfect like uh freaking store robbery like attire. You know what I mean? It's like I just go to the store, everybody else is wearing a mask anyway, so you know I am like it's not gonna <laughs> be suspicious. Funny, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought the same thing. Especially like before everyone got like got all their super cool fashionable masks people were just walking around in straight up bandanas i mean i was too so everyone looks like a bunch of bandits rolling around just looking like they were gonna rob everywhere <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and then um i guess a, a quick follow-up on that so h- how seriously were people taking like be the lockdown i guess like yeah i mean it, it definitely was i mean being that literally everything was shut down here you know there was there's there was nowhere even to go for a while but i mean even like so i you know i go to, to new jersey a lot on the weekends and it's like uh you know if you leave even when there's no traffic, it's usually like two and a half hours. So being with no traffic, it cuts my ride down to an hour and 45 minutes. So just oh, even looking at how much like less traffic was on the roads and how, how much less people were out, it, it was pretty insane to see how dead everything was because Long Island is crazy overpopulated. And then driving through Manhattan 
and just seeing the city just, you know, you just see, you saw a couple people walking around in masks, but not a lot of people out. But then, you know, you had other people who were, you know, other people who didn't care who were going to parks and still meeting in groups. So it was, it was a little bit of half and half. I mean, from an overall perspective, just looking at it, things looked really, really closed down and dead. But then on a nice day, you know, you go to like, uh, like I've been, I, I did a lot of hiking during this pandemic and you go to like a trail or a park and there's just the place is crowded. So, you know, I guess you can't keep people completely shut down, but I definitely did a, a decent job. Yeah, no, I think here it was kind of the same thing where, you know, we had a lot of friends who still went out like no big deal and went on hikes and yeah, like Denise is always getting all upset about that. But well, yeah, because they did close down a few places and I guess these people were still going, but without like masks. But the reason that I told you that it upset me was because they were working. Like, oh, right, right. Because of their work. In, like facilities and stuff. And I was like, dude, like you should like be res- more responsible and like mindful of the people that you work with. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest things here is, you know, a lot of people have friends, you know, that are either nurses or work in hospitals. And you just were hearing all these stories about how overcrowded they were and how scared all these people were going to work. I mean, especially, you know, in the beginning when we really didn't know what precautions they were going to take, you know, what made you susceptible and really what was going on. Like, we were just hearing all these horror stories and how all these hospitals in New York were crazy crowded. And, you know, you see all the videos coming out. So, you know, it got people really nervous and really scared. I mean, you know, we did have a lot of people that were respectful to like healthcare workers and essential workers, but then some people that just weren't, you know, like some people that just didn't care. And you know what? I, I can understand like not caring about it. Like, cause I, and I feel like this is like <laughs> terrible to say, cause I know a lot of bad stuff happened, but I guess I have a little bit of a, like it's like right now, like in this point about it, I'm so, I'm a little less crazy about it because I just feel like the world just opened back up and people stopped caring about it. So, you know, like, I feel like that happened so fast. But there were people who were just blatantly, like, really not caring. And, I mean, I cared more because of the other people around me, not as much as myself, I guess I would say. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm kind of on the same boat as you where I was kind of more like, well, you know, whatever. I mean, people are saying that younger people should be okay if you do catch it or whatever, so that's fine. But, yeah, like, my in-laws would come over, like, once a week for dinner and stuff. So, I was like, okay, well, like, don't want to get them sick. And then, you know, I was still taking, like, groceries to my mom and stuff because, you know, she wasn't working anymore. So, I was like, okay, well, let's go take her some groceries. But I was like, okay, well, but let's not, like, get her sick or something because, you know, we're still going out to, like, the grocery store and all that. Um, So, yeah, it was definitely crazy. And then I guess you kind of touched a little bit on it. Um, Obviously, with all the current events that have been going on with uh, all the protests and the Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. Yeah, like, it especially just seems like all of a sudden now nobody cares about, like, the virus anymore. And everybody's just like, hey, like, this is more important. So, like, we get another spike or a second wave or whatever. Then, like, you know, that's the price of, like, social justice, I guess, or something. And uh, I was wondering, like, I'm assuming it's been, like, the same over there, right? Because we had a lot of, like, really big protests here in in L.A. and, and the surrounding areas and stuff this weekend. Especially this weekend, I think it was like really big. So I was just wondering if, if it was similar over there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I saw some pictures in LA. You guys had a crazy big one, right? Wasn't it like 50,000 people or something like that? I didn't see how many people it was, but I just, like, I was like watching the news this morning and, like, yeah, it was like a ton of people. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> I believe, unless I'm thinking, unless I saw a picture from a different spot, but it looked like LA. But yeah, we've had a lot. I mean, the city's been, they have really big ones. Old, it's crazy because I just, drove through the city this last weekend and you see all of the, you know, the shops are boarded up. They have these big boards, all these like, you know, fancy stores. It's so weird to see because it makes like the apocalyptic pandemic <laughs> universe look that much more yeah, apocalyptic yeah, yeah, yeah. with like giant board, boarded up stores, you know, but even on Long Island, you know, we've had a lot of protests. Like 
if you there's like a schedule going around of protests where there's like six per day, and yet you see these people meeting up in groups. And I, look, I, I get it. Like I understand why people are doing it, but it, it like like we were talking about, it just seems like the whole virus just went away. Like I get people are like protesting in masks and stuff like that, but I just don't think masks are like what would stop a, like this pandemic really. Like I don't think masks are like our only answer. So it just seems like people kind of stop caring. And I think people have been cooped up for so long and now they have like a real reason to like, you know, like to organize and be together. And I think people are just tired of staying home too. I'm not saying that's the reason, but I think it's, you know, helping to get, you know, these numbers so big, it's definitely like, you know, it's definitely helping, uh, you know, give people some momentum. No. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Cause it's like, damn, I really want to go out, but like, I can't because, you know, everybody will chastise me and be like, oh, you freaking asshole. Like, you don't care about people or like, you know, spreading the virus and all that. But now it's like, well, no, do this for a greater cause, man. It's, it's for something bigger than all of us. All right. So we got to get out there. And yeah, then, yeah it's, it's a good excuse. You know what I mean? I just remember that one. Yeah, meme. <laughs> there was this one meme was just like, oh, locked on lockdown for like three months. But he's like, but and it was, uh, what's his name Kelso from that 70 show and oh. he was like he's like oh let's go kick some racist ass or whatever oh yeah but anyways oh i saw that one that's a good one, that's a good <laughs> one too. The, the other one i like is the uh the meme that's going around about the aliens and it says like we're next and, the, and it says like uh, i think it says like i'm nervous or something like that oh, yeah. it's, it's pretty funny like after all this like I, I wouldn't doubt that the aliens are next well i think in the middle of the corona pandemic there was something about like like a UFO or something, right? Like there oh, was like yeah, a UFO yeah, yeah. sighting or they confirmed like a UFO sighting or something like that. Yeah. But like, yeah, everybody was Everyone so worried. Ignored it. Yeah, it wasn't like a new one, but th- it was like, uh, it was that they were actually validating that these sightings were something to like, that they were validating that they were actually UFO sightings. Because I remember they had like, um, the it was called like the Tic Tac video or whatever. They had talked about it a while ago, but I think they were just validating that it was like a real UFO video. And yeah, no one cared, which was so weird. It's like, hey, let, let's let's put all the stuff out there that we've been denying this whole time because everybody's so preoccupied with the virus. Nobody's going to care. And then we could just be like, hey, we told you. We to- Remember uh, coronavirus? <laughs> we told you back then. But so you mentioned you mentioned you work for the DMV. So that's something that's very interesting to me because uh, I've never <laughs> known anyone who worked at the DMV. And so I'm just like, wow, that's amazing. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> you mentioned that I guess you guys can't work from home being DMV employees. No, because we have, like, from the system that we have, we have access to people's personal information. I mean, I'm assuming, they never told us why we can't work from home, but I'm assuming why. And also people, you know, people bring their their applications and their work in with them. So, you know, there was no system set up to have us somehow get that and process it. And, you know, now that we've been back to work, they're training us in this weird to help out like the, the main call center, which isn't normally what we do. My job is the, the title is a motor vehicle representative. So I'm that person that you come see at the counter, you give all your applications to all your IDs, blah, blah, blah. I'll renew your license. I'll register a car. Oh, okay. All yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now with the, like, cause we're still not open technically. Like we're in the office and people can drop off their stuff and we're mailing it back to them. But we're also taking calls from the call center which is weird because it's not our job but i think they're just trying to help them because they're so overburdened because we haven't been open now that is something we could do from home maybe but they haven't worked it out yet to have anyone work from home like this kind of state job they want people in offices right no yeah yeah definitely and i I think you make a good point about it having to do with people's personal information and it's like well you don't want to give access to employees to people's personal information while they're at home because you don't know who's looking at what you know what i mean it's like they could be living exactly. with any amount of random people and they're like, oh, let me get 
so-and-so's social security number or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I do just to protect people. I do not have access to your social security number, but I do have access to pretty much everything else. Like your address, your birthday, uh, you know, your full name, all the vehicles you drive, but your social security <laughs> number is safe. <laughs> that's so crazy. And then, um, well, no, no, no. I was going to, but no, that's probably a little incriminating. So I'd rather not ask that question. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But yeah, so, okay, so right now people, the office is open. Well, okay, the office, I guess, is sort of open. You guys are back at the office, but it's only for people to drop off their documents and that's it. So have they kind of like retrofitted the office to be, I guess, uh, like, I don't know, coronavirus proof or something? Uh, in a way. So, you know, uh, just like I think where most businesses have, like when you come in, they have to take your temperature and ask you like a slew of questions if you come into contact with anybody, if you have any of these symptoms, you have to wear a mask at all times. And uh, they did put up like, which I don't know why they never had these before, but those plastic guards. So people can't spit at you from when they're standing across <laughs> from you. And they put plastic guards in between the stations. So we can't, I guess, like spit at each other. Yeah, yeah, either. yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Lots of spitting going out of the DMV. Yeah. Well, the G, I mean, you guys have been to the DMV. It's pretty much like a germ factory. Like, I, you know, I'm surprised that they're still not kind of staying closed, but I guess they're not having the public come in. But for some reason, I mean, that place, there's just always so many people that if somebody's sick, usually everybody gets sick. Oh. And we did have someone in our office that tested positive right when, like the week before we shut down. And we found out the week we shut down that they had it. So it, it threw everyone into a frenzy because they found out she had it. Oh, my God. And then as a result, did you have to go get that? Have you had a, a coronavirus test at all during this whole time? I have not had a test because I haven't had any symptoms. And in the beginning, the tests were so scarce that they didn't want you to go unless you had any symptoms. Right. And at this point, I would like to get maybe the antibody test just to see because, you know, I know a lot of people think they had it. I think I, you know, I was pretty sick back in February and I had like a like a chest cold, which I normally don't get. So I, I don't know. I'm hoping that maybe I already had it just so that it's over with and done. But. I have no idea. I should probably go get the test. Have you guys been tested? Yeah, so I got I got tested because of like a a, a scare at work or whatever, and they were just being crazy about us getting tested. Um, but not Denise. Denise was like, "Well, whatever. If you have it, then I probably have it. So one test is good enough." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'd be interested in the antibody test too. But I've heard like they're not. Well, I don't know. This was when they first were starting when they first started coming out with the antibody test, where they were saying that. Um, it wasn't certain how like accurate they were. And then the other thing too, that they're not too sure about is if, if, um, if you've had it, like you're, it means that you're immune to it. Like they're, they're not guaranteeing that either. So, uh, because yeah, in a way I was kind of hoping the same thing. I was like, well, shoot, like, yeah, let's get some herd immunity going and let's all just get it and then, you know, get it over with and that's that. But yeah. And I think it's interesting that you mentioned that you think you might have had something like in, back in February? Because, yeah, that was something that a lot of people were saying of like, dude, like with all the tourism that goes on and all of that, like they were saying over here in California that there's a chance that it could have been here like back in December and stuff. And um, nobody like noticed, I guess. And then, yeah, you would think a virus as contagious as this, like if it's in one place one day, like what's stopping it from getting somewhere else, like, you know, within a week, if, if you know, with how much people travel nowadays and all that it's like you 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 know it's got to be out there you know you probably had it not you yeah. but just in general yeah <laughs> no i mean I'm, i think i did but you're right they were saying that people might not be able to like even if you had it you might still be able to get it now i heard somebody saying that the virus was actually different on the east coast and the west coast like something like california was had the virus that originated in in china and i guess that uh over in new york we had the the like 
worser version (laughs) that originated in europe i'm not sure if that's true oh i mean that that makes sense i guess i mean i don't know joe rogan's kind of my news source so i I don't know how reliable (laughs) it is but that's i think what he was saying on his podcast so i I like to go by what he says he's usually right (laughs) yeah oh well one thing that another thing that joe rogan says a lot and i'm sure obviously you're familiar with it if you listen to him is the whole like how he's so upset that they just kind of the way they're approaching this whole thing is like oh just like stay at home wear a mask wash your hands you know, it was basically all this, like, all these kind of, like, scare tactic preventative measures. But he's like, but they're not telling you, like, oh, and do this to kind of, like, boost your immune system and so that you're better prepared in case you do get sick or something or, or to help. And I was like, damn, that is true. That's a good point. Yeah, he makes an awesome point. Like, I mean, yeah, you're telling people to stay home and basically hide inside and, you know, wear a mask, wash your hands. But there's so many other things that we could be doing, like, to help kind of get your system stronger. And, I mean, he does make a good point. I can't say I disagree with him. Thank you, Joe Rogan. <laughs> uh, just one last question about the DMV before before oh, I, I I let that go. So yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So here in California, uh, I think I want to say maybe like a month into the lockdown and all that, they basically just suspended like driving tests, but you could still get your driver's license. They were like, okay, we're not doing driving tests anymore, but as long as you pass the written test, then like you're good, you get your license. What? They, yes, that's what they did. Did they do a similar thing over there? Oh, no. I mean, because you have to come in to take your written test. So I don't know if they, I mean, I would assume you had to come in over there too, but they canceled all written tests and all road tests. So you pretty much can't get a license or your permit or anything like that until we start back up again. Holy crap, dude. But what, what else is interesting is we just had the green light law go into effect in December, which was anybody that doesn't, um, isn't here that legally, they could start getting their permits. So we were really like slammed and crazy busy and, and all these people were getting their permits. So, and in the middle of this, we have a pandemic and everything shuts down. So it totally stopped their whole uh, procession of things moving forward. People taking driving tests and getting their license. So it, it really came at like the worst time for these people who could finally get their like permits. Yeah, they, they did that here a while back. Luckily, that didn't line up there. Yeah, we were late to the game on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, like, I'm probably gonna like be in line at the DMV because my driver's license expires like soon and I need my live ID. So, like, I'm not looking forward oh, but yeah. to that. Do you guys have that in, in New York? Because um, here they introduced it maybe like a year, a year and a half ago, which is like this like real ID or like live ID. I forget what it's called. But basically you need this, like, I guess, more legit form of ID if you're going to like travel in an airplane or if you're going to go into like any federal building or anything like that. Oh, yeah, we have that. And at our state, actually, because we closed down, they just pushed it back a year. Like, you don't actually have to have it now until 2021. But I mean, really, if you have a passport, you don't need one of those federal IDs. I mean, the federal IDs, I, 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 guess, I don't know how it works in California, but as far as it works for here, the real ID is just so that you can, um, you can like enter the federal buildings or get on an airplane without. But if you have a passport, you can carry that with you. You don't actually have to upgrade your IDs. Like, you could keep it regular. But I don't know if it's different in California, but that's how it works in New York. I mean, it's it's good because it's protective for flying and for security reasons. But it's also, I feel like, such a money generator for the states, you know? Oh, yeah. No, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. And any way to get a little, a little, a little, a little, a little, a little, I don't know what I'm saying. What? I don't know. I was trying to think of a funny phrase for <laughs> dipping your, your, your getting some money in there. <laughs> dipping your getting some money in there? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we get you, we get you. Yeah, yeah, you guys are picking up what I'm putting down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Dude, I say that all the time. That's one of my favorite things to say. (laughs) Yes, dude, that's one of my favorites too. That's great. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Denise, any last, qu- any other questions for Kelly? No, I think that was it. Yeah. Okay, so Kelly, here on the show, we usually like to uh, leave people with with a little positive uh, energy. I guess leave them on a positive note. Is there any any words of okay. encouragement that you have for folks out there, especially being that you were in the epicenter of of this whole thing, and and so far you've you've been okay. Yeah, I mean, really, I know, like for me, especially, like I have like crazy anxiety, so situations like this are really hard because things are, you know, very, you're very unsure of what's going to happen and people are kind of going crazy around you. Just like remember to breathe and just take like a minute or two just to like calm down because, you know, we're stuck in it and things are going to keep getting better and this isn't going to be forever. So just hold on a little bit longer. We're getting through it. We'll get through it together. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, Kelly. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. And if you want to remind folks where they can find you, where they can find your podcast, uh, go right ahead. Yeah, go check out Being There. Uh, it's a storytelling podcast. We'd really love to have you guys listen to us. Uh, we're on everywhere you can find podcasts. So Spotify, iTunes, and all those other platforms I don't know the names of also that I can't think of, we're there too. Nice. And then I'll, I'll be sure to include links in the show notes to everything. So if anybody's curious, <laughs> Thank just, you. I appreciate it. for sure, just hit the show notes and then there'll be links there for, for all things Being There pod. Cool. Thank you very much. Say hi to Brendan for us. Yes, thank you. Thank I him. will. <laughs> thank you so much, guys. And uh, it was awesome to talk to you. Thanks a lot for having me on. My Corona Diaries.